It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast with Matt and Tommy. We are here for the Japanese Grand Prix qualifying review, and I feel like I'm settling into the day, Tommy. I'm not going to complain too much about the timings. I've, I've already had a few messages from some Australian fans saying, don't you ever dare you. complain yeah. about an early or a late session start because you have it good. And fair play, because yeah. you are... I, I've said this many times. I don't think I would be a Formula One fan if I lived in these countries because I love my sleep. Yeah, shout out to our Australian audience who are we're living the dream on our Twitch. Um, the fact that they could watch it at a sensible time, um, and also their driver did pretty damn good, didn't he? It certainly did. Before we dive into all of that, just want to shout out our P1 Patreon that's been launched recently. Uh, we re- recently recorded a podcast about Suzuka 2005 for our classic podcast series. And we also, as a thank you, uploaded to all of our Patreon members, no matter what tier, uh, the full one hour Carlos Sainz interview in video. So go and check that out if you haven't already, because you also get ad free podcasts and much, much more. Right, let's start with Q1, shall we? And it was Bottas, Stroll, Hulkenberg, Joe, and Sargent out in Q1. Let's talk about Logie Bear, Tommy. Go on, then. Uh, you, uh, you, you didn't hold back on our Twitch watch-along. Matt P1, Tommy, if you want to join us for the race and further watch-alongs over the course of the rest of this Formula 1 season. Uh, but Logan crashed in Q1, out of the final corner, trying to get on the power, a little bit squirrely at that point. Get out the power, my friend. But no, he wanted to drift it. Bit of Jim Carner didn't work out into the wall. And is that the end of his Formula One career? That's the question. Probably not. Um, but no, I think uh, yeah, Sergeant seems to be kind of spiraling now uh, into kind of you know he, he's not been particularly quick uh, all year. The the pace difference to to Albon has been um, quite quite extreme. And then you know he's not scoring points either, which is a big a big thing when the Williams should be scoring points. Say it so many times, um, but I think the problem now is this is however many races in a row where he's kind of crashed. Um, you know, he had a couple of offs at Zandvoort, uh, had the off at Singapore. Not not all, um, as a Logan star- Sergeant Stan. I'm just going to yeah. say that that wasn't all his fault. Apparently, according to James Fowles, and I take no. every word that he says as gospel. Yeah, yeah, whacking the the massive curb uh, is uh, was a car failure, apparently. But yeah, um, <laughs> I don't. I don't Early like, mornings, Tommy. Here he is. I mean, literally, all the signs are here. Like, I'm sure James Allison will say the wind direction changed by point two of a kilometer, and that's why I went in the wall. Um, James I was Allison. just trying to. Allison, sorry, James <laughs> Vows. There's <laughs> early morning, Tommy, giving the wrong name. 
uh, and we're meant to know Wheel, but um, yeah, knew Williams team principal. Heard it here first. Wow. I mean, I know Wheel because I got it right. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So, question from P1 Patreon member Shana Logan Sargent: Did he literally crash his contract for next year? Look, if I'm James Fowles, I'm not. That man's got a lot of intellect. I think he's got a lot of brain cells, more so than a lot of people. The way in which just the way he just connects with us. He knows. Like he's looking down the barrel of the camera when he's oh, getting yeah. into he looks by into your sky. Soul when he does that, my he, word. You know, when we met him briefly, he went round and shook everybody's hand. He's very personable. Uh, he could literally convince me to do anything. But that's by the by. The thing that we're talking about here is James James Fowles, he knows his stuff, right? He will know that Logan Sargent is currently the weak link in, in Williams, and he's trying to build this five-year plan of Williams and getting back to the front. And I think on one side, people will argue he's a rookie, he deserves time to grow. But on the other side, Williams don't have that capability to be able to do that. They're a team that, are, that have struggled for quite a few years now, and they want to be pushing forward and pushing towards the front. And I think if they want young potential, they need to be ringing up a certain guy called William Warson uh, that's, that's been very good and potentially probably doesn't have a seat for next year. What's stopping them having that conversation? They've literally done it with, an, with a previous Red Bull driver, otherwise known as Alex Albon, and he had Red Bull ties. What about Liam? Get him in a full-time seat for 24, then he can go back to AlphaTauri for 25. Lovely jubbly. Yeah, you say all that. I think I think Sergeant. Maybe they're just waiting to announce him. I, I do feel like they're, they're still going to keep him. Um, I mean, he's the only one left now that that is kind of TBC. And if he does get high, uh, signed, we will have no driver changes, which is pretty mad. Which is exactly what you said in the thank you in the thing of like, oh, this, that's so boring, but it's kind of it's happened, right? So I still think that was a good prediction for me. For those that haven't seen the vid- the video slash podcast, we did a, a predicting the twenty twenty four driver lineups, and I said no changes, and that's that's not necessarily. What happens? So I'm just Logan's gonna... trying his best for you to make make that wrong. Yeah, but, I'm like, Logan, um... stop crashing and let me get the <laughs> prediction right. Uh, but the next race is the US Grand Prix, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, it wouldn't be surprised if it gets announced there. But wait, it's going to be it's slightly. Qatar, is it? I am mistaken. The next race is Qatar. So the hello, one everybody, that... and welcome to Tommy's <laughs> brain not being engaged. <laughs> Uh, yes. So, uh, after that is, is, a uh, is the U S Grand Prix. And I feel like maybe he just needs to keep it on the road in Qatar, even if he finishes dead last and then they can announce him for the U S Grand announce Prix and it'll be five like five year contract yeah, at the U S Grand Prix. Yeah. And then it'd be like, okay, look, he's, he's improving. He's not crashed in qualifying. So well done. Oh, I love the I love the underlying sass that's there uh, every time we talk about Logan Sargent. Uh, other drivers to to speak about or teams: Alfa Romeo looking washed as always, but Bottas out qualifying. Joe Hulkenberg surprising actually, I would say uh, for him to not to not make it out of Q one. And K Mag is starting to get the upper hand. Uh, it seems uh, over the last mm. couple of races in that Haas partnership, which is not something we we really saw uh, saw coming because it looked like K Mag was, uh, was 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 struggling. And then of course Lance Stroll. Um, but I'm, I'm going to save my slander uh, because it looked as though, well, actually, no, I'm not because Alonso still made it through to Q3, but that's just Alonso doing Alonso things. Um, Alonso was actually, I think, 14th in, in Q1. Um, so, yeah, Aston Martin looked like they might well be, what, the 
sixth quickest car now, which yeah. is crazy. It is the the fall from grace for Aston Martin after the the hype. Um, you know, as in testing, going have Aston Martin got a race winning car, and now they're now it's like. Can Aston Martin make it into Q3? Well, we were even saying, can Fernando Alonso do a miracle and win the championship with all of these third places and then Aston Martin get better and start winning? Like we were... the opposite, yeah. Literally, they've just gone, you know what? I don't think there's any upgrades that we need to bring that can bring any sort of performance for the rest of the year. Well, we had a theory, didn't we, in in our Twitch that to make Stroll look better, they're actually taking the upgrades off Alonso's car so he goes down positions. the field and then we yeah. c- and then he can go well actually strolls only six places behind Alonso only the most insightful opinions here uh, yeah, on the P1 podcast for any of course doubt sarcasm alert yes Let's move to Q2 now, shall we? Where it was Lawson, Gasly, Albon, Ocon and Magnussen. Liam Lawson doing another fantastic job, I would have to say. Yuki Tsunoda managing to make it through to Q3 with a sensational lap uh, at the end of Q2. So big props to him, but I don't think we can really take much away from Liam. Uh, Maybe he'll be slightly disappointed not to have uh, snuck through, but 11th is still decent for him and it'll give him a good opportunity to score points uh, tomorrow. Uh, and then you've got the likes of Gasly, as I say, uh, that just Alpine, just anything that has any kind of acceleration slash top speed zone, they're not they're not great, are they, around power tracks? Alpine are, yeah, really bad at the moment. They they started off the season quicker, you know, quicker than McLaren, looked look like they were kind of just below the the top teams, um, obviously not Red Bull, but but the others, uh, and were looking fairly decent, and now they're just falling off um Big time. Uh, so I don't know whether they're just sacking it off and <laughs> developing for, for next year now or, or what, but it's, it's strange. Uh, they seem to be going going backwards. Um, and a, after the changes as well, you know, Otmar leaving and, and stuff, um, that all happened, didn't it? And it was like, right, now we're moving forward and uh, they're going backwards. So good job, Alpine. Clearly going well. Not going too well, no, for Alpine. Um, and then Magnussen making it through to Q2, but nothing really to say too much more about Q2, I'd say. I think that was that pretty much wraps it up, doesn't it? There wasn't, wasn't yeah, the most not exciting sessions. No. Uh, Q3 now. And let's talk about the Max Verstappen Revenge Tour. Over half a second clear of Piastri. Over seven tenths on his own teammate. That first sector. Wow. I mean... The first sector of Japan is great to watch anyway, but to watch it on board with Max Verstappen during that qualifying session was just something else. And that's what we kind of mentioned in the Twitch uh, watch along. That's what made this qualifying session probably one of the worst of the year in terms of excitement and anticipation was that Max was so good in the first sector and then everyone else would go through like half a second slower. And you're like, well, that's done then, isn't it? Qualifying over. Yeah, you've got to. It's one of those sessions where you kind of just have to watch and applaud, um, not just Max, but Formula One cars in general of just how spectacular they are around an incredible circuit. Uh, we didn't get the the banging action like we normally get uh, in qualifying, uh, particularly, but because it was a foregone conclusion that Max was going to get pole, um, and what a insane margin! But uh, it's one of those that. 
yeah, it won't be remembered for a, for a great quality, but um, it will be a joy to watch kind of Verstappen's onboard lap on YouTube and stuff and just look at like a perfect driver and machine in perfect harmony uh, on one of the most amazing tracks in the world, um, just showing exactly why they are the dominant way they are because, uh, my God, that first sector in particular, like you say, was was quite something to behold. Also, McLaren, P2 mm. and P3, good evening. We did sort of predict it, didn't we, Tommy? I reckon we, we, we showed some wheel this week. We've... We've done something. We actually were, were, were slightly accurate with this, where we thought that McLaren with these sort of medium to high speed corners uh, would be would be pretty good. Uh, I I didn't expect them to be this far off Verstappen, but second and third, Piastri ahead of Norris. What a what a performance for Oscar. Never been to Suzuka. Never driven a Formula One car around here, and he stuck it on the front row of the grid. Incredible from from Oscar. Yeah, the the it's a circuit all about confidence isn't it and we've seen that uh, all weekend but the fact that Piastri yeah has never driven around here and actually beaten Lando uh, in qualifying is very impressive obviously now does have those new upgrades um so yeah really really good from Piastri uh, maybe yeah since he's obviously uh, been very good but uh, McLaren not not been there and he hasn't had the upgrades um now he's kind of got an equal car um to lando and he's put one over on him and it's is very close between them uh an incredibly strong driver pairing that is uh for the future uh at mclaren um and they've obviously locked him in until 2026 and rightly so so because he's done an incredible job um you know if you rewind to the start of the year i know you 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 weren't one of those people but there were a lot of people uh saying that we don't know if Lando's going to bury another teammate here. Uh, and absolutely not. Piastri's been an absolute um, star. And this is arguably one of his uh, best moments of a, or a very impressive season already. I just really, really would like to see him get a podium now. Fingers crossed. Uh, it's going to be a fight though, isn't it? Uh, with the likes yeah. of Leclerc, not too far back in quali. you got Perez as well, uh, down in fifth, but... We're used to him coming through. Mentioning the about knowing wheel uh, and just generally getting our predictions right so far, um, yep. Leclerc, long way ahead of science as well in a quality kind of a return to maybe what, what we've seen a bit more recently of um, Charles being sort of pulling it out of the bag in, in qualifying in a big a big way. Yeah, one-tenth away from being on the front row of the grid. So uh, it's going to be an interesting battle, I think, for second place tomorrow. Uh, probably between sort of second to fifth, uh, sorry, second to sixth, and then Mercedes not looking uh, all too good. Um, I was just going to say quickly about Oscar again. Just it's, it's so impressive how, like, immediately upgrades switch on. Like, we saw in Singapore, doesn't have the upgrades, but still perform pretty well. And then... As soon as he gets the upgrades, he's back with Norris. It's uh, it's incredibly impressive because you could say oh, I could you know take him a, uh, a race or two, or I oh, hasn't been to Suzuka. There's plenty of excuses you could fall back on, but we haven't. We don't need to. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He could he could easily be like, oh well, he needs to get the new upgrades. Um, take a bit of time to to bed in, but he's gone. No. I will stick it in the front row. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, question from the Dog Boy. 
Do you think McLaren will screw Piastri over again with an early Norris undercut? Probably. Um, I mean, it depends, right? It depends if Norris is all over the back of Piastri and Lando shows slightly better race pace, then it will make sense because they're not just going to be fighting amongst themselves. They're going to have to be thinking about Leclerc, Perez, signs behind. Um, and Mercedes as well. You know, I've slightly written them off, but at the same time, they usually come into their own uh, in in the races. So I would say that for the good of the team, they they might. Um, there's no point those two battling on track because they're trying to secure two podiums there on with second and third. Um, so if Lando is showing more pace, then I think Piastri will understand that as well. So let's see. Yeah, they need to work together because I think uh, the Ferraris will be quick and then obviously got Perez as well um, that's normally a lot a lot better in the race and has a Red Bull capable of obviously winning. So uh, essentially going to be one, uh, if Perez comes through the field, uh, one step on, on the podium for, for the others to fight for. Uh, and I think it's going to be very close between Piastri Norris, uh, Leclerc Sainz, if he if he can kind of have the the pace like he has shown in the last few races as well. So yeah, you know, it's going to be uh, a good old battle. But McLaren maybe yeah need to to work together a bit and and be smart about it. Um, so it would be annoying, obviously, if if it does happen. But you can kind of see why they would do it if Norris is all over the back of Piastri. Uh, in the stops and we've seen it before where yes it is annoying when when you see it but then pretty much every time Lando has then gone on and put like 10-15 seconds on Oscar so you can kind of see where it's coming from absolutely uh so yeah we'll see we'll see what unfolds with that I think if you know if you're watching on your television watching on your laptop whatever just sort of print out and cut out a piece of card or a piece of paper that's (laughs) the size just to block out V-E-R tomorrow stick it on your screen and we've got an absolute banger of a race tomorrow uh, for, for P2 with Matt and Tommy It's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Other things to mention. Uh, Mercedes, we sort of touched upon them, but Hamilton out-qualifying Russell. But Hamilton a second off Russell 1.3. Russell almost got done by Sonoda. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a sentence. Um, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Russell, yes, not slightly you know, three tenths off his teammate Hamilton, bouncing back yeah. in that fight, I suppose. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, because Russell was much quicker than him in in Singapore. But 
I'd be surprised if Mercedes were that far off when it comes to the actual race. That's when they seem to come alive. Mm. But qualifying is their their downfall. And I think Hamilton in particular was extremely critical. I think I, I didn't see this, but you're telling me about it, that he was extremely critical of his qualifying in the last few few years, yep. really. Um, yeah. So uh needs to improve uh, on that because there's no doubt his his race pace because um he's actually having a a, a very good a good season quietly uh, and picking up a, a lot of points. Um, and the more with Perez struggles, you do wonder if Hamilton could even go after that, that P2 in the, in the, in the championship now. Certainly. Uh, that will be again, something we have to use our imaginations for to get really excited for Abu Dhabi. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> other person to mention is Yuki Sonoda ninth on the grid uh, for tomorrow, unless, you know, Charles Leclerc gets disqualified from qualifying because he's, Getting oh, yeah, looked at, that. isn't he? We should probably should have mentioned that in, in, from Q1 that Leclerc and both Alfa Romeos are being investigated as of right now, um, in terms of in terms of in terms of recording uh, for the for exceeding the maximum lap time uh, allowed. Uh, so the thing good. that got away with in Monza, basically. Yeah, the thing they got away with Monza, and hopefully they get away with in Suzuka. Uh, but Sonoda P9. Uh, amazing performance, especially after he's just been announced uh, to be racing next year. We've got a podcast and a video out about our thoughts as to why Liam Lawson wasn't chosen uh, for next year. So go and check that out if you haven't already. But Yuki, you're probably very happy, Tommy, as a resident Yuki Sonoda fanboy, that he made it through to Q3 and perhaps that Alpha Tari not looking as washed as it did at the start of the year. No, it's not. Uh, but they need some points big time because um, they are still a fair way uh, off off the other teams and they don't look they don't look their performance now where they are in the championship uh, they're not far and away the last last team but at this rate i'm just hoping sonoda actually makes it to lap 2 because he hasn't in the last two races through no fault of his own so um that would be an amazing story because i think people have underestimated sonoda a bit um because lawson is this this hype guy after after his result um but it's a great performance from from yuki and i just really hope he gets a a good result here because it'd be great obviously being his home race as well uh and it would kind of put in people's minds again that sonoda is actually doing a good a good job this year and as quick he's just been uh unlucky uh quite a lot with some some failures and not even getting to start races which is very annoying yeah, it will slow down the choo-choo train, the Liam Lawson choo-choo train, just a little bit if if Sonoda has a great yeah. performance this weekend, scores some points. And he needs some points just purely for his own sanity, probably. The fact he only has three, and he has one more than Liam. If, if he doesn't score points and Liam does tomorrow, can you imagine that, that Liam potentially uh, would uh, yeah. would overtake Yuki in the, in the standings? So uh, fingers crossed for his sake that doesn't happen. And then finally, we've kind of touched upon it, Alonso P10. What more is there to say? Aston Martin, just good lord, uh, how they have fallen from grace is is painful to to watch. Very painful. Uh, but Alonso, by the skin of his teeth, really has just kept on uh, to the record of being the only driver that's made it into Q three every uh, race this year. Uh, whether that can last the whole season with their downfall at the moment um, is going to be is going to be a tough one. Uh, the yeah, the the Alonso comment about that's the last time we're on uh, not on the podium has aged incredibly badly. That uh, yeah. as badly as the Bonotto uh, 
there's no reason we can't <laughs> win every race. It kind of gives those vibes, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Has he had? He has had a podium since. Yeah, Zandvoort, brilliant. He? Yeah. So I was going to say that it's not as bad as Bonotto because after Bonotto said his phrase uh, or his quote, uh, they didn't win a singular race after that. So, um, no. so it's not as bad as Matia. But um, yes, sad for Alonso and sad for Tommy. But look, you can be happy. They both make Q3, so yeah, get over it. And that is about. It. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. Be sure to check out our Patreon. We're adding more and more content to it uh, as the weeks go by. Tommy, what are your finale thoughts? Uh, my final thoughts are just because Max Verstappen is back uh, with his revenge doesn't mean uh, it's going to be uh, a terrible race because you know we've seen good races in Zandvoort and uh, Monza, even though he won. Uh, and there's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be. A, quite exciting to see uh, who's going to be on that podium and there's a lot of stories still there of uh can piastri get his first podium which i think would be a very nice story indeed and um to to kind of round up the show from from the start all the all the australians that get to watch it a sensible hour can be rewarded with a piastri podium that would be a lovely little thing wouldn't it Oh, that'd be lovely and wholesome. Beautiful stuff. Thank you, everybody. We'll be live on Twitch tomorrow. Matt P1 Tommy at the early time of 5.30 in the morning UK time. So come and join us then. I'm sure I'll have a coffee in hand and look like I've just been dragged through a hedge backwards. So we'll (laughs) see you there. Bye. Bye. P1 is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.